Welcome back, guys. On today's show, is that a monkey tail on your face? And we talked to Dan from the latest podcast, Is This Going Somewhere? Also, me versus the box store, round two, and the return of everyone's favorite thing, This Week in Pickles. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? I know. I took some time off. I had to help a friend of mine move out of his place. Uh, I guess his lease was up. After four years and stuff, his lease was up, so I had to go help him move and bring his stuff back down to Florida. I know. I was being silly here, but yes, yeah, so we, we took a week off. It was my birthday, uh, so my wife surprised me. And we just kind of just did some stuff around here and went out, you know, out to eat every night and, and kind of hung out and took advantage of the uh, the COVID-19, uh, everyone getting the vaccination. And hopefully some of the people that we ran into and talked to had the vaccination. Well, you don't ask them that. It's like asking someone, you know, are you are you pregnant? Are you fertile? Are you do you have STDs? I guess in, in some form you can ask that. But like, do you have your inoculations? Hey, we don't mind hanging out with you. You want some inoculations? But uh, yeah, last week was my or. Two weeks ago uh, was my birthday. Uh, actually, the day that the whole coup happened on the House Capitol Senate. And yeah, you know, you know, take all the advantage or take all the attention away from me. It's about me. It's my birthday, and they they decided to uh, attack the the Capitol building on that day. So that's what happened. And, and and I know everyone's so saturated with all the political news and the political this, and everyone's going to be this and that. So I said, you know what? Let's just take a whole week off. Let's regroup. Let's gather our our belongings. Let's take a deep breath and something we haven't done in a long time is arms above our head breathe in and stretch and then come back down and say you know what it's 2021 we have a new uh, president in the white house we had the first ever female and a, a female of color in the in the white house now we don't get too political here we don't get too i don't want to say controversial because we'll get controversial about stupid shit but no religion, no politics. But for the most part, hey, a woman of color is in the White House. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to everyone. Uh, no hard feelings. And do me a favor, everyone. You know, they, they say let's do unity. Let's try for at least a couple years until something else happens. But let's try to be unified together. I actually uh, went to the store the other day. And uh, it, it's one of those things where I noticed that when Barack Obama was, was president, everyone was a little bit nicer to the white folks for some reason, if that makes sense. But I went to the store the other day and someone said, here you go, sir. And, and like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm getting at. But someone said something to me, a, a black man, a, a man of color, uh, said something to me. And I was just kind of like, I would never, you would never talk to me in the first place. Anyway, so that that's what happened to me today. Now, one thing my wife and I have been doing is, uh, you know, I told you about my wife and what she does. She s- rolls out of bed. She's working. She's right at her desk. She's working all day long. And then the sun goes down, eats dinner, and then, she, you know, she's laying in bed. She gets about an hour and a half of TV time, you know, from 9.30 to 10.30, and then she's out and then turns around and does it again. And, and it's kind of like there's a, a disconnection between me and her just for, like, social purposes, like talking to her. I, I enjoy getting up and making her breakfast every morning. And now that she's on the whole 30, breakfast is a little bit simpler now. You know, before we would have sausage and coffee and eggs and a, a, a biscuit or a English muffin, you know, a nice, good, healthy starting breakfast.
breakfast. And then I'd ask her, you know, can I make you lunch? Can I make you, can I make you a chicken sandwich? Can I you know, make you a, a ham sandwich? Can I do something? Yeah, sure. You know, make me this. Maybe. Now that she's on the whole 30, that time, cause she started at the beginning of the year, I'm doing the whole 30. Me, I'm doing like the whole 10. <laughs> I do. I'll eat what she's eating, but I, I still have to have, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm a meat potato guy. So I try to help her. I don't, you know, I don't go out and get her anything really crazy as far as food and stuff. So we stick to the whole 30 and she, um, and I, I said to her, this is a while back because this has been going on for a while. And I said, you know what, babe? I said, I, I miss sitting down and talking to you. I mean, I miss our conversations, me and you back and forth. Um, whether not that we argue, we debate a lot of stuff and I always, she brings up something and I always just my, my personal, you know, I have my own beliefs, but I'm like, well, let me look at it on the other side. And I always bring up a weird topic or a weird idea that, you know, why, why would you do it that way? Why would you do it this way? And, and just trying to feel out all around it. And I miss those conversations that we have with her. <laughs> Sometimes she gets mad at me. Like the other day, she's like, uh, I was doing something. She's like, you know what? You're not, you're not an idiot, but God, you're dumb sometimes. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, well, because I couldn't figure something out. Oh, we were doing the ring camera. We have a new ring camera here on our property. And I was trying to figure it out. And I was like going, you know what? I, I don't want to start digging around at this. If, if I start digging around, I'm going to mess something up and then it's ruined or ruined. And I, I gave it to her. And a couple days, a couple days later, we sat down and we were messing with it and she kind of went click, 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 bing, bing, bing. And I go, well, what is, what was that? She's like, oh, it's just a piece of paper. I go, that's not supposed to be there. And that's when she said, I'm not saying you're an idiot, babe, but sometimes you are dumb. And I was like, all right, well, I'll take that. I'll take it. But we've been playing cards. We've been playing, we've been sitting down and playing, yeah, like, you know, 52 cards, the face bicycle cards. We've been playing cards and uh, we've been playing like rummy and a two handed rummy or a two person rummy is, is fun to play. And we said, and she She's so competitive. She's so competitive. What you and he, you you got to pick that up. And if you pick that up, you've got to play it. And we've been playing two person euchre. Uh, most of my family's from the northeast, or, yeah, northeast and New York area. And so euchre was always a big game that we play. You know, I introduced it to my wife many years ago. We'd sit around and play with four people, but we started. We figured out how to play it with two people. So there's that challenge and stuff, and so we have a good time, and we sit there and we talk, and, and we're comp- we're both competitive, but that's what we've been doing. Like on the weekends, instead of running, you know, nonstop from Friday when she gets off work, working on the French and and getting the the tack room done and texturing the ceilings and painting the walls and retexturing the ceilings and fixing the lines and cracks and the tape lines and painting and cutting and moving lights around and running electric here and then fixing the the pen and and pushing the horses out and fixing the pe- fence post that went came down and then figuring out how we're going to do the cabinets and, and redoing the electrical boxes and, and recess lighting and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden it's Sunday at six o'clock and you're looking at each other going, what are we having for dinner? And then the cycle starts with her working again. So we've had a great time. We usually cut everything off when the sun goes down. She bought me a, a new grill for my birthday. So we've been cooking like steaks out there. We've been cooking just nice, enjoying each other. Uh, I, I, I said to her and she said, she understood and made it a point saying, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make a more conscious effort to hang out with you and talk with you and spend a little bit more time on the weekends, which is very, very few, few hours in between when she gets off work and then has to start work again, which is great. I didn't ask her to do it. I just kind of said, you know, I kind of missed these times. So she's making that conscious effort. So the least I can do or the most I can do is me and her just share our time together. We've been married for now. Oh God, I think coming up on eight years, seven years now, you know, it, it's not like we've not like we're an old couple that's been married for 30 years. We're still somewhat of a newlywed couple. So she appreciates it. I appreciate it. And I appreciate everything she does. And I hope she reciprocates that as well.
Um, so my weighted blanket, speaking of reciprocating, she bought me a weighted blanket and you guys have heard that I couldn't figure out how to use a weighted blanket. Now I'll tell you what, I have slept so much better using a weighted blanket. Now for those of you out there that don't know what a weighted blanket is, it is a pleated, I guess pleated is the word. It's a, it's a blanket, like a throat blanket, like when in the summertime. I'm sorry, not summertime, the wintertime, when you throw a, uh, just a, to cover up your legs and your feet and stuff when you're sitting on the couch watching TV. It's that size. So what is that, like 50 by 60 or something like that? And a weighted blanket has kind of like crushed up glass. And when you say crushed up glass, oh my God, that's sharp and stuff. No, DE powder is the same way. That's what DE powder is. It's a very, very fine talc that, or sand in the blanket. And it's, you know, stitched in squares and each square has a certain amount of this powder. Powder or, or grit in it, and it makes the blanket heavy. It's a weighted blanket, and it helps with anxiety. It helps with falling asleep because it gives you that that hugging, that pressure that you're you're kind of locked in. You know, when you're in the womb, I said it before, the swaddling. So I figured out if I just put it from my waist down to my feet. I'm good. I could sit there and, you know, lift my legs up. Now, it's 15 pounds. Now, 15 pounds doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot over a large area. So I pick my legs up and flip them around when you roll over the left and roll over. I only roll over now maybe three times a night. Normally, it's, you know, on my left and then on my right and then on my left and on my right. Now, that's nothing to deal with the purple mattress that we have because the purple mattress is an awesome mattress. It's just that I've got little problems and quirks with my body after falling off a ladder and, and such. So I've no, and from turning to the left and turning to the right. So one thing that I hate is my, the corner of the fitted sheet always, every night around two o'clock, three, three o'clock in the morning pops up, pink pops up off the corner of the mattress. And then how do you, you don't want to get out of bed? No, it's cold outside. It's cold in the room. Sometimes you're snuggled underneath the sheet. So you have to kind of do that. You have to bounce yourself up and then pull the sheet and then land and then try to get it back over that lip. So you kind of. You know, do this whole bounce and, and jerk and bounce and then get the thing back over the edge and then you can go back to sleep. That fitted sheet, since I've got the new weighted blanket, because I don't toss and turn to my left, to my right, to my left, to my right as much, like I said, maybe three times a night as to probably if, if I go to a sleep lab, it's probably a hundred times each way. That sheet has not, and it's the same sheets we've always had, the fitted sheets, that sheet has not come off that corner one time. And I'll tell you what, I have slept so much sounder, so much deeper with that fitted blanket or the weighted blanket just around my lower extremity. I, it's it's long enough to go from my waist, you know, my waist navel area down. To, now I'm six foot two, six foot one, six foot two, depending on what 7-Eleven I'm walking out of. And I, you put the blanket down and the blanket just barely hangs off. I say barely. It hangs off about a foot off of the end of the bed. And then I flip, I have to flip it up with my legs to get it to, you guys have done this before, get that little pocket that the sheet gets up underneath your feet and then you lay down or you put your feet back down and then you turn over on your side. So now you're in this upward down scissor motion. And so you take your leg and lift it up and then you drop it and you take your leg and lift it up and then you drop it and then you move over to the other side and take your look. I couldn't figure it out the other day. I was walking around. I'm like, God, is there something wrong with me? My groin area? She's like, what's wrong? I go, first it was my ankles were hurting. And then my, I was like, my groin area, you know, your groin is, you know, if you're looking at your legs where it meets your torso and you do that v with your hand like you know the hey baby <laughs> come get this 
that that little uh, area right there was was bothering the shit out of me. I'm like, and it twists, and I'm like, ah, that hurts. I'm like, what the hell have I done? What the I thought it was just residual stuff from me falling off the ladder. Then I figured it out. It's from my legs. God, I'm out of shape. It's from my legs opening and closing and moving them around underneath that weighted blanket. It's like working out in the middle of the night. So that weighted blanket is doing me good as far as sleeping soundly. I'm also getting a workout at the same time. So and then I wake up the next morning and my legs are sore and I can't. I don't realize it until you know you start working around. You you turn a certain way. You twist a certain way. So it's like three things in one. Helps me sleep well. Um, it doesn't remove the fitted sheet that always pops off the corner of my side of the bed because she doesn't move. And I'm also getting a workout lifting the, that fitted sheet up over and over. Well, you know, moving your legs up and down because I can't stand my feet touching each other. There has to be material in between. All right, when we come back, we'll dive into the show here and hopefully get Dan here on the line. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. I am may be recorded or monitored for quality purposes. If you're calling about a major appliance, press 1. To place a new order or for questions about an existing order or online products. If you're calling about an order you've already placed, press 2. Okay, one moment while I check your order. I see multiple orders for this number. You calling about your order from Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019? No. Got it. Would you like me to connect you with someone who can help? Yes. Okay, connecting you now. Hey, it's Travis. How are you? Absolutely, Travis. I'm doing wonderful. How can I help you? Um, I have, <clears throat> excuse me, I have purchased a tankless water heater from HomeDepot.com. We shipped to the house. Everything was fine. And in the last month, it quit working altogether. Um, I've reached out to the actual company because it's still within the one year of me purchasing it. I've written them emails. I have called them, and I'm getting absolutely no response from the company. I figured I'd go through them first since I bought it. Not bought them. I bought it through you guys, but it was their company. You know what I'm saying? Warranty type thing. Yes. And I'm getting absolutely no no um, return uh, contacts from them. And I'm I'm kind of at a loss here because it's coming up on the on the one year anniversary of me buying it, which is next month. So I, I want to get someone's input as far as how to take care of this. Certainly. What's the order number? The order number. Uh, the internet order number. Oh. oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, right here. Uh, WA911. Listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live now presents to you from Maryland singer songwriter and composer Liz Bay with her newest song, Our Hope.
Take a line. Make sure you follow us on all our social accounts. The way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the social contact section, and when you do that, it opens up a big old screen there, and it shows all the all the icons of where we're located and where you can find us, side of uh, where you listen to us at. Make sure you subscribe to all those things as well. And make sure you go to Profit Radio, click on the Deacon Live section, and you can see all the videos for every podcast that we do. has a video attached to it as well. So make sure you uh, add us to your subscription. We don't do a whole lot of stuff. I say we don't do a whole lot. Every, every week we do a podcast, and then we have a, a video that goes to it. And that's all, all the subscription is. You just get to see the video and the stuff we do here in the studio live in real time as, as we're talking about. And you get to see all the, the behind-the-scenes stuff where I make mistakes and stuff, and I leave them all the errors in there during the podcast. So some of them are kind of funny. So if you want to get a little bit more, a little bit more details on that, uh, go to uh, Profit Radio and then click on the Deacon Live section. Also, we'll be talking to Dan from a new podcast that's out there called Is This Going Somewhere? And uh, we'll dive into his story here in a little bit. Now, my story it never ends. I just, I'm a little background on myself as far as um, retail outlets. I spent 20 years at Home Depot, uh, started as a paint mixer in the paint center right out, right out of high school, was doing that, and then worked my way through the ranks, was full-time, then part-time, and then full-time, and then part-time. But in some form or fashion, over 20 years, I've always had my foot in the door at Home Depot. Now, when I finished everything, and I say finished everything, I f- finished all my, not screwing around, but you know, I, I was on the radio for a long time. I'm not going to get in that story. But over the last several years of my 20-year tenure at Home Depot, I worked my way up to the ranks, department manager, and then uh, assistant manager, and then all that stuff that, that happens with that. And after 20 years, I said, you know what? Uh, I, I'm done. I, I've worked at four different stores, five different stores. I said, I'm done. I'm done. But I know the ins and outs. I know how things are. I know that there's a, a, a format you know, when, you, when you're dealing with customers. And when I say I know that, Home Depot spends a lot of time sending upper management, if not middle management, even the, even the, the little guy at the return desk, sending them through training, you know, what to do, what to look for, how to do things, how to approach things. And, and it's always what they call PK, product knowledge. So we go to PK classes all the time. Did you know this? This, this is what we do. And there was almost, it's like a college. It's like when you go to, um, I think McDonald's has it too. It's McDonald's University. And they teach you the ins and outs of how to be a business owner, a small, because that's essentially what you are. You're a small business owner if you're a manager of a McDonald's. And Home Depot's almost the same exact way. They don't call it, you know, Home Depot University, but you do go to all these different classes and all these different sessions and conventions and everything that's provided for you. And you literally sit there. It's not a game. It's not a, not a, I'm off work for three days. I'm going to go play out in, in Dallas. I'm going to go play in California. No, you're sitting there. You're there to learn. So the knowledge of everyone at Home Depot is, I think, in a, a very, very high standard compared to other stores that I've had to deal with. Now, I tell you that to tell you this. As you guys know, or if you don't know, we have 20-some-odd acres here on the French. Now, the French, we've called it the French because it's part farm, part ranch. Uh, we have horses, chickens, dogs, cats, cattle, all that stuff. And then we also farm a a crop. We have uh, corn. We have, depending on what season it is, we have corn. We have tomatoes. We have, uh, what do we do? Field peas, all that stuff. And it is an agricultural. We have an agricultural license, and that's what we do here. So we have a barn. And the barn is, we have a well. So the well feeds the house, and the, the subsidiary well pressure tank feeds the barn. So we have cold water down at the barn. Now, here we have natural gas or propane. That's the only choices we have to heat 
water. The house is on a big, huge 280-gallon tank of propane. Down at the barn, we have a little 20-gallon, you know, what you have up underneath your grill. And we bought a hot water tank from Home Depot because I'm like, if anything goes wrong with it, in my mind, we can return it. We can deal with that. At one point in my career, at 20 years in Home Depot, I said to someone, I said, if Home Depot ever opened up an automotive section, you know, with mechanics and stuff, that would be the number one automotive section or mechanic section in in the whatever that Home Depot is being found at because people trust the Home Depot name so much. With that being said... I, I got the hot water and it worked, worked fine. We wired it up and not wired it up because it's nothing really to a, a, a hot water tank. You have a line going in for water, have a line going out for the hot water, cold going in, hot coming out, uh, a propane valve, you know, hooks up to your, just like your grill, looks exactly the same. You hook it up to the tank and then inside are like 2D batteries that shows the display for the temperature and then almost the equivalent of your igniter on your grill. You know, as long as you get the propane, the gas burning, it'll run all day long until you run out of propane. So it worked for a while, worked for a while, worked for a while, and then it went out. So my wife went out there and kind of looked at it. She's like, yeah, there's nothing going on. I said, you know what? All right. And I went out there and looked at it. I'm like, oh, you know, we got this thing mounted and stuff. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I called the, I called, well, I talked to a couple people and I they said, well, you bought it online. Call the 1-800 number Home Depot. All right. I called them. Called them and I got this girl smacking her gum. She was helpful. She was very helpful. She did a lot for me. She was very understanding. Uh, I, I actually called the, um, the company that I bought the hot water. T- well, I called, I bought it from Home Depot, but the warranty is covered underneath the company that owns the hot water tank, which is Mary. Mary, M-A-M-A-R-E-U-Y or something like that. I'll mess that up here in a little bit. Uh, so I called him. Hey, you know, any, any problems with Murray? Make sure you, you contact us. So I called him, you know, 1-800. I'm sorry. All, all our customer representatives are busy. All right, fine, no problem. Please hold. Leave a callback number. Beep. And then it hangs up. So I did this several times. Finally, it said, you know, if you have problems with a warranty, contact us at murray.customerservice. So I sent off an email. Went by. Now, I bought the hot water tank in February this past year, in 2020. Now, I'm getting into the thing is not working anymore. There's no display. There's no hot water. I don't hear the thing clicking on. So, I'm like, I'm getting worried. So, I called the 1-800 number, finally. 1-800. Home Depot. Hey, help me. Hey, this is uh Madeline. How can I help you? I got a Home Depot uh, a product that I bought from you guys online. Do you have the order number? Sure. You have the thing? Sure. And this is all recorded, and I'll play all these... All- <laughs> All the clips and stuff. So you can verify that I'm telling you the truth. Long story short, well, you can listen to the, the comments or listen to the recordings and stuff. And I'll play those here. The guy got rude with me. He got so rude with, I say, in my mind, he probably said, no. And then I was like, God, he's so rude. Why is he mean? Why is he rude to me? But he started to get a little bit of an attitude because he was asking me to do something that I was not prepared to do. Now, he doesn't know that I f- fell off a 10-foot ladder. He doesn't know that I, you know, I'm having problems moving around and, and, you know, lifting my legs because of my, my heavy blanket, my weighted blanket. I can't get up and down a ladder. He doesn't know that. I don't want, and I didn't want to tell him that. But the stuff that he was asking me to do was out, outside of my actual control as far as what I was prepared to do. And I got to the point where I was like going, look, man, I said, either send a tech rep out here to look at this thing or I'm going to send it back. In my mind, that's what I said. That's not <laughs> listening to the thing. That's not what came out. But I mean, that's what happened. And uh, we'll play some of those uh, the clips, actual phone conversations here during the breaks. All right. Um, when we come back, I'm waiting to contact Dan here. So when we come back, hopefully we'll get him on the line. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back.
I do. I have the confirmation through my my email. All right. And, Rod, was there anything else that you were going to need besides proof of purchase? That's it. That's it. Okay. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you speak to Rod, and he is from the uh, vendor manufacturer. <laughs> there you go. Good job. <laughs> um, and you guys have a great rest of your day, okay? Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Hello, sir. Hey, Rod. Yes, sir, speaking. Yes, sir. Did she tell you what happened? No, no, I'm sorry. What is your name again? My name's Travis. Travis, have you ever contacted Marie before? Uh, yes, I, I've called the phone number, and I've also written email, one one email. I've called the phone number several times and wait on hold, you know, wait next available operator, and then it kind of goes, contact customer service, and then it cuts off. And I'm like, okay, and <laughs> so I call back again. Wow. Uh, a day or two later, I call back again, figured the lines are busy. Oh, yeah, yeah, um... We're really short staffed at the moment there, Mr. Travis. So I'm actually by myself now again in the office. So I'm taking phone calls. Do you have the serial number by any chance there? Uh, I don't. It, it's mounted onto a wall, and it's it's enclosed now, and just enough to where there's a little door that we can open it up and put you know new batteries in it if we need to, or change the dials on it. So I don't. Where would the serial number be? On the right side panel of the unit. Inside or outside the panel? Outside. Yeah, it's it's it, we made it part of the wall so it wouldn't stick out just other than a little door. It, it's I I can't get to okay, it. Okay, um, what, what can we do something like that? So run a little troubleshooting so we can see exactly what it is going on inside the unit. So you want me to? Uh, I'm not understanding what you want me to do with it. You said you've already changed the battery. Yep. So we need to see where it's even getting voltage out of the battery compartment to the ignition block. So basically, I, I need to troubleshoot the unit with you on the phone. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm wondering when would you have the chance so we could just run a little, uh, couple quick tests there to see. Uh, I, we could do it now. I mean, I could walk down to the barn and, and do that. Yes, please. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, like you said, it might be a bit cold outside, so I definitely don't want you to freeze out there or something like that. But um, all you're going to need, sir, it's a, it's a Phillips screwdriver that we're going to need to remove the paper to get it. Okay, hold on. You're listening to... Hey, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live now presents you Mahogany Blue, featuring Fobe, all the way from Los Angeles, California, with their latest song, Bougie. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T radio.com. And if you want to be part of the show, you can be part of the show at any time. Click on the little blue bar that's floating around. It says Be Heard. Click on that. Opens up a little microphone. You can talk right in that. You can talk about anything we've ever discussed here on this podcast or any podcast in the past. Uh, we will play them. comes right to our inbox and we'll play them. And you can be part of the show. You can be part of the entertainment that is Deacon Live. Broadcast, I think we're over uh, 47 countries. And for some reason, only 38 states in the United States, which is weird because some of the states, I don't know if they... If they're out there, but the major states, the major 38 states, not those other guys we don't care about. <laughs> a lot of corn out here, a lot of potatoes. <laughs> now, everyone's made their New Year's resolution, and everyone says, you know, what do you do? Here at Deacon Live, we make New Year's predictions, but a lot of people out there say New Year's predictions or New Year's resolutions. 
And one of the things that, that people say, I'm going to lose weight this year. Okay, sure. You're going to lose weight this year. Great. A lot of people, it takes a life changing experience for them to actually stick to that. I'm going to lose weight this year. And the one thing that I've, I've noticed, it's a trend is that the person that says, I'm going to lose weight this year usually comes out of a divorce or a relationship that they just, you know, freshly gotten out of. I'm going to change. I'm going to get, I'm going to get slim and thin so I can find me another mate. But that's usually the way it is. Married couples, unless they're, you know, they, they, they'll say, we'll, we'll try to do this better. We'll try to eat better. We'll try to spend more time together. That type stuff. I was talking to my wife over breakfast the other day. This new thing that's coming out, which 20 years ago was not even heard of or not even looked at. Uh, but now everyone's making, everyone makes up things. You know, everyone's a made up holiday. Everything's a made up thing. But this whole dry January, I said, you know what? Dry January. What is that? Well, that's when you don't drink anymore for a month. Really? What happened to like New Year's resolution? I'm not going to drink this year. I think the whole entire United States said, you know what? We can all agree that we're not going to quit drinking, like like turn a switch on or off. I'm not going to quit drinking. Now, I know a lot of people say I, I quit smoking. I quit smoking cold turkey. My wife did. She smoked when I met her, and the only time she smoked is, of course, when? When you're driving, the regular, the non-social smokers, when you're driving, or if you're having a, a, a beverage or two. When I say a, a beverage, an alcoholic beverage. Now, she quit. But not that she, it didn't bother me, not that she was always like repetitive, like as soon as she, hey, babe, pick me up a pack of Marlboros on the way home. Nope, never had that. She probably bought a pack of cigarettes, and that would last her a month and a half, maybe a month and a half, if not two months. And they go stale. They go bad. You got to throw them in the freezer, right? Isn't that what you do? So when you do the whole dry December or dry January, which in my opinion, it just sounds like you've given up already. I'm only going to not drink for 30 days. Well, first of all, look at it this way. You have New Year's Eve, which of course this year is not as extravagant as years past just because of the pandemic and stuff. Second of all, because of the pandemic and everything, New Year's Eve is not the jumping stone or the, the party night that it used to be because we've already been drinking every day since March of 2020, you know, and they've said that, that people are drinking more in this year. Well, duh. So the whole I'm not going to drink anymore for the rest of the year. We'll get back to that person here in a minute. It is, it doesn't have the, the effect of a New Year's resolution. So everyone kind of agrees, I'm just going to cut back this month. That's what they're saying. You know, I've been, you know, hitting it hard all year long. If not this year, last year, January, I'm just going to call, not cold turkey. I'm just going to stop, dry myself out for 30 days, 31 days, depending on what day you figure that, you know, the alcohol has left your system since New Year's Eve. And then I'm going to go into February, a clean and sober, better person. If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, by all means, see you later. I'm <laughs> right back to the bar, which is good because a lot of people out there need to get back in the bars and need to start, you know, schmoozing this money around. Uh, the bars need it. The families need it that own the bars. Yes, there are people and faces with homes behind those, those doors that you're walking through it, no matter what establishment you're going to. Now, Budweiser itself. So what do you do? Budweiser themselves said, well, <laughs> I always have a, there's a there's a thing that I have or that I say about hold on let me pause this 
that I don't understand why people drink non-alcoholic beer or non-alcoholic whatever. Like if you're getting a Shirley Temple, Shirley Temple is what? Sprite, uh, some grenadine, and a cherry, right? No, that's just cherry Sprite. It's not a fake, make it fancy. Some people order an Eskimo float. Now, if you don't know what an Eskimo float is, it's basically a glass of water. It's water with a bunch of ice cubes in it. It's an Eskimo float. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So everyone's ashamed of not drinking alcoholic beverages. Budweiser right now, if you're watching this on the video, Budweiser right now has a Bud Zero. Everything's zero now. It's not alcohol-free. It's not sugar-free. It's not this. It's, not, it's always zero, I guess, because there's a... A stigma with being diet. There's a stigma between being sugar-free. There's a, a stigma with it being whatever. So everything is zero, 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 zero. Full-flavored, zero-alcohol brew. Zero percent alcohol, 100 percent your game. Now, they did come out with a, I think Miller High Life came out with the, the select, no, was it? No, I think Budweiser did. Came out with the Select 55, and the you know it's only 55 calories, but it's only like 2.9% alcohol. I don't want to get really fucked up. I just want to get a little buzz, which I can understand that. And then I don't know if that took off as much as I think Miller High Life had the same thing. It was a 55 calorie or something stupid like that. Oh, oh, it's only 35 calories. I'll drink. I'll drink this, and then you drink like two cases. You're like going, oh, I feel so fat and stuff. Yeah, because you had to drink twice the stuff to get the buzz. Budweiser now has a Budweiser Zero. Budweiser Zero is an alcohol-free brew with the same full flavor and taste that you know and love. Budweiser Zero, there is zero compromise for the flavor and experience, all with only 50 calories, zero grams of sugar. Click now to, to one all. So there's still 50 calories in this Bud Zero. But like I said, I don't understand why people drink non-alcoholic beer. And the joke that I said many years ago, is it's like buying non-hallucinogenic heroin just because you like sticking needles in your arm. No, you drink beer because you want to drink beer. I know you want the taste and the buzz and stuff. I mean, all the, the beer snobs and everything might have a different story about that. Oh, you're not getting the full hops and the grains of the, the what is it, the made with purified goat's milk or something? Or you need like a, a dark beer or something. Like, I, I forget what the, oh, the, the new beam and highball or whatever. But this, I mean, this Budweiser Zero has 50 calories. I, th I think the Miller Lite that I have has 4.2% alcohol and only 96 calories, hence the lift. So, I mean, you're still drinking 50 calories, whether it's zero or not. So if you're doing the whole dry January, I know we're, we're three weeks into it. What do you do for a substitute beverage? Now, for everyone that lives in the Central Florida area uh, for any length of time is familiar with this song right here. And when you heard that as a little kid, you knew that shit was ready to go down. When I say it's going down, that's the Polar Cup. Now, if you haven't had a Polar Cup, now granted, I know we're in the winter, winter time here in the upper states, but the lower states, especially Florida, Polar Cup is, I mean, it still gets warm in Florida. Polar Cup is back. For location and route info, we are currently in the process of creating routes and securing specific locations to park the van in order for everyone to find us much easier. We will post information. Make sure you follow us on Polar Cup Orlando on Facebook page. Now, when I say Polar Cup Orlando, Polar Cup is uh, basically that's all they did. They didn't do, you had the ice cream truck that had all the ice creams and stuff. You had the uh, the one guy who would go around with like Italian ice, but he also had like ice creams and stuff. Polar Cup 
was just Polar Cup, and Polar Cup was just shaved ice with flavored toppings, but it was a different shaved ice. It was almost like a like an Italian ice, and for those out there who know what a, a Slurpee is from anyone who's got a 7-Eleven, but they brought it to you. I mean, they drove around. It's like one of the first you know inventions of, of a food truck type thing. Polar Cup is out there with several different flavors, and the original lemon lime, uh, watermelon, all that stuff. So for more information, go to Facebook and click on Polar Cup Orlando. But they're coming. They're, they're back up and running. I remember as a little kid, I lived at the end of the street going into a major, uh, major, not major highway, but the main vein that went through the neighborhood. You'd hear the Polar Cup and you'd hear that song playing and you're like, here he comes. Ma, throw, throw out. Just like uh, Eddie Murphy. Ma, throw out somebody. You know, it was a dollar and you were cool if you got the big 32 ounce and the big styrofoam cup. You were the cool one and that was a dollar fifty. But yeah, Polar Cup's back in business in Central Florida, so all those out there, make sure you hop on that train. Now, another drink out there, when you're doing your whole dry, uh, dry January, whatever month you pick dry at, is this new, these new coffee creamers that are out there. My wife loves the coffee creamers. She does the whole, she does black coffee and one of these whole 30 coffee creamers that it's, it's like, uh, I don't know, $5 for the whole thing. And it's only like eight ounces or something like that. Cause it's got, you know, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial this, no artificial that. It's just straight whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever makes it whole 30. But post brand cereals has teamed up with International Delight, creating two new coffee creamers for your coffee. The first one is Fruity Pebbles, and the second one is Cocoa Pebbles. So Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles can be, and they're forming it as like an iced coffee. Here's the new Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles International Delight coffee creamers. Their official release date was yesterday, and this is posted on January 13th of this year. But the creamers started popping up on shelves a little bit before that. Uh, we still haven't found them in the store. Thank you, International Delight PR Group. Please send samples. And this is what they said. Fruity Pebbles flavor is the star here. The creamer is on its own exact flavor of the Fruity Pebbles cereal. Furthermore, the flavor shines through the coffee. Now, my wife can't stand it when I do cereal and then I drink the milk at the end. She's like, oh, that's horrible. No, that's that's what you want. You put the cereal in the milk to get the flavor and then you flavor the milk. And I think someone out there geniusly came across a cereal flavored milk. I don't know if that went anywhere. But there you go. So if you're doing your dry, your dry January, you got Bud Zero, you've got your Polar Cup if, if you live in the Central Florida area, or uh, you've got your <laughs> International Delight Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles for your coffee to, to wake you up in the morning. All right, when we come back, I was able to get a hold of Dan. Uh, we'll play a little snippet of that and then uh, get into more of the show. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Is a Phillips head screwdriver? Yeah. All right. Hold on. Okay. All right. So your unit, I do believe, has four screws on the top and two screws on the bottom. Two screws. I see one, two, and then two around one of the, the valves. Uh, looks like the maybe the intake, I guess. Well, to remove the face of the unit, uh, yeah, the face of the unit's got two on the bottom and then 
Uh, yeah, four. It's too tall for me. I mean, it's up on the wall. I can't really get to the top of it. Uh, yeah, but those are the ones I need to remove so we can remove the space that's in it. All right. I mean, this this seems like a lot for. I mean, I'm not prepared to do any of this maintenance stuff on this thing, so. Right, but what you're asking me to do is, you know, I had a, a guy come out here and install this thing, and you know, I've got the vent on, up on top, and I, I can't, I can't sit here and, yeah, t- take this. The vent's not going anywhere. Right, but it, you're asking me to get up on a ladder and take a, take this thing apart, and I'm not prepared to do that. All right, Mr. Holmes, so therefore I can provide you my direct phone number. Um, because even here in Florida, where we're based out of, I don't have any suspect technician systems here, Holmes. That's what you're asking. I don't, you know, I don't know what I'm looking at here. I just bought it and had some guy install it. I, don't, I mean, I'm not a tech guy by any means, so. Uh, and Mr. Holmes, you don't have to be a tech guy in order for me to walk you through for what we're, we're, we're about to do. Rod, it sounds like you're getting a... It sounds like you're getting upset with me for some reason. I'm just letting you know that I'm I'm not prepared to do any of this stuff. I'm I'm just I'm Rod. Rod what I'm saying is I'm, I'm letting you know that the, the machine's not working, and I just want to know outside of me taking the thing apart, which I'm not prepared to do. Um, how are we going to fix this? You know, do I return the unit back to you? You guys look at it and figure it out from there. No, no, sir. We're going to diagnose the unit over the phone. Yeah, like I can't do that, Rod. I can't do that. I'm. I'm you know, I'm not in a position to do that right now. Bring him in here! To hear the full conversation, go to the bag call section of ProfitRadio.com. Deacon Live now presents you Gambizi and DOS 4 with the latest song, Sacco. Welcome back to Deacon Life. My next guest is a man that I've known for a very long time, and I call him IT Dan. He he is worked miracles here at the station. He has uh, adjusted the podcast. He's adjusted the radio station, Profit Radio. Everything that you hear is because of him. And he has not lost his job, but he stepped down because of the whole COVID-19. He has uh, taken himself out of the retail stores. He's taken him out of the public eye to stay at home and be more safe. And he's trying to protect his household all in one. And the way he does that is by staying at home, trying to create a financial, a revenue stream while being at home. He's done woodworking. He does IT stuff. He repairs computers. And part of the stuff that he does, and I help him along in the same sense, is I want to hear his stories. Because this is someone that has, in his 60s, essentially, we have created a podcast. And it's called, Is This Going Somewhere? And these are stories based on his experience with leaving his job, a full-time job, to take care of his wife, to take care of his household during this whole pandemic, and also through the election. Good morning, sir. Hello, Dan. How are things? I can't believe this bullshit going on. What bullshit? Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm standing up at the Audi dealership this morning, and uh, I'm looking at this. Hold on, I'm looking at it. 
So my wife got an email saying, you know, $25,000 off leftover 2020s. So, of course, I had to take the car in. And so she's like, go up there and, and see how many 2020s they got left. Well, of course, <laughs> they don't have shit left. <laughs> All they got is the little A3s running around. Well, to cover me. So I do have, um, I did get a notification that I got a royalty check coming in for my book. Oh, do you really? How much is that? I don't know. They just sent me a thing. Every quarter they do it. And it goes, this royalty payment notification is for Kindle Direct Publishing. And it should appear in your available balance within two to five business days after payment date. Oh. And it doesn't tell you what the royalty balance is? No, it doesn't say what oh. it would be. So what did you think of the inauguration? Everything goes uh, according to plan? Yeah, I, I'm very happy that there was no violence. That, that, that's what I was concerned with. Enough people have died already. So I thought that it was very presidential. I, I really liked all the different stars performing. Now, has that now? Uh, forgive me. I can't. I mean, I I've never watched the inaugural of a changing of a president, and and I you've had more changing of presidents than I have in my life. I don't remember the big fanfare for a changing of a president before. Uh, yeah, they they always do. I think I think everything is amplified this year. I think everybody's watching stuff that they didn't really pay attention to last time. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I know they said one thing, the very thing, is the inauguration that they had last, you know, when uh, Trump was inaugurated, the first thing he did was talk about all the people that were there, and everyone looked at the crowds and goes, these crowds were nowhere near what he says and that was like like the first thing in office the first lie and and they said that you know he'd say this crowd was so big and it just wasn't you know right well maybe maybe in his eyes that's probably the biggest crowd he's ever been at because normally he's he's talking in front of you know uh shareholders and stuff like that in uh in convention centers even even large you know even if he was in an arena arena of that only holds at max like 18,000 okay bye welcome back to Deacon Live that last segment you heard from Dan from Is This Going Somewhere? It's a new podcast that's out there. So look for them wherever you download podcasts. That's Is This Going Somewhere with Dan and uh, actually myself as well. So make sure you follow them as well. Um, so I I, um, I came across an audition page that has a whole bunch of people, well, has a company that opens their doors up for open auditions. So I applied for Blacklist. Now, if you're not familiar with Blacklist, it's got Jane Spader in there. It's got one girl. I, I can't stand her face sometimes. They give her a different haircut all the time. But I applied for Blacklist. It's, uh, I think, nine spelled out and then nine dot com. It, it might be a might be a gimmick. It might be something, you know, where they just get my name and address and they go, okay, PS, pay us uh, $50 and we'll put you on the set. So I don't know. Let's look at the article here. And right there, content isn't available. So maybe I didn't apply. Maybe they took all my money. Not that I paid for anything, but maybe, uh, you know what? Maybe, no, I'm not even going to go to it. So they, obviously it was a stolen, uh, thing. It was a, uh, let's see if I can find it. Nine, nine, nine. 
I think I got, I think I got jinxed. I think I got hijinxed. Anyway, so <laughs> maybe they'll contact me or maybe my bank account will be zero. So <laughs> we'll figure out what happens there. Actually, you know, I take that back. My wife got a text message saying that your official, uh, application has gone through for your interview. And she's like, what did you do? I'm like, going, well, I thought I signed up for, for, um, Blacklist. I said, don't, don't click on that link. Did you give him my phone number? No, 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 no. Don't, don't click on that link. I thought it was something for my, cause I have a, a, a voiceover agent and I thought that was the thing that they were sending me. So never mind. Cancel that. Don't, don't click on it, please. <laughs> don't click on it, babe. Now, so, something that, um, I have is a, it's a small child. It's a small little deacon running around. The, uh, the first time my, uh, well, when I was in high school, let's put it this way. So when I was in high school, at the age of 15, I had almost a full beard. Now, it wasn't a, it's not like the, uh, the teenage beards that you see today where the, you know, it's scruffy like around the cheekbones. No, it was a full beard. And because of that, I got cast in a lot of older roles, you know, playing the father, playing the uncle, playing the, <laughs> the creepy neighbor. But I had a full beard. I was able to grow a full beard. So from 15 to whatever, you know, my my mom says, when should he start shaving? You know, asking my dad, when did you start shaving? My dad's like, well, about his age, you know, 15 in high school, started shaving. So I started shaving. And, and then when you're when you're 15, 16, 17, what do you do? You imitate, you shave to imitate what life is at that time. And then I was just copying my dad or copying whatever, you know, either shave it all off or create a beard. And depending on what story, what uh, what um, production I was in, either full beard, fully grown out, hairy, or nicely trimmed, good guy look, that type of stuff. And then when you get older, of course, like the early 90s, the grunge era started coming out. So everyone had to have these, you know, goatees with the little mustache and whatever. And now everything, it's just completely spun out of control. The actual, there was armies uh, pre-World War One that depending on what your rank was, you actually had to trim your mustache and beard this way. During the Middle Ages, a proper beard displayed a knight's, a knight's braveness and honor. The Catholic clergy, on the other hand, were always clean-shaven as a symbol of their celibacy and clearly, yeah, right, clearly to signal the opposite of what the great knights stood for. In the 18th and 19th century, French troops had very specific types of facial hair for different roles. Their elite troops, known as grenaders, or grenaders, depending on what side of the country you're from, always wore a manicured mustache. The infantry, the chasseurs, wore mustache and goatees. The grenaders, with an M, were in fact mandated to keep their mustache until 1933. During the First World War, French troops were known by the nickname as Poilu which meant the hairy one in reference to every everyone had a, a different type of beard or, or facial hair. So when you see the old movies, depending on your facial hair in the older movies, especially if they're talking about the, the British Army or the French Army, was depending on your rank. Now, today, of course, we've we've gone to trimming everything up and making everything groom. Um, we know that statistics have shown that women are helpless against primal urges that the beard brings forth to them. Surviving surveys have demonstrated that full full bearded men appear older and more respective, more powerful, and a higher status of non-bearded men. Now, there's a reason why men actually grew beards uh, back in the early caveman. If you believe in caveman, it protected their lips, their you know their their nose and their mouth. Also kept them warm. And if they ever got into a fight, the beards themselves would help from a punch. Now, since the caveman days. 
and then pre World War, I'm sorry, during the yeah World War One, you know, beards stood for something. Today, they just stand for who you are and what era you can relate to or what looks good on your face. Some people have got a big head. A big beard doesn't look good on them. So now it's all for fashion. And when I say all for fashion, if you're watching this on the video here, make sure i got the right screen up so everyone can see it and we can all be friends. Even Elvis had a signature mutton chop type thing that was iconic for him. Now, this is from the Sad and Useless uh, website. Monkey tail beards are the latest male fashion trend. It's a fashion trend. You understand what I'm saying? It's not for any kind of protection or anything like that. It's not easy to be fashionable in a ma- as a man in these days, in an age where everything changes so fast. Regular, boring beards are is no longer enough. Remember the time, it, even 15 years, everyone's like manicuring the beards and putting, you know, fish oil and and skin sails, and they're making beards and they're making these big long beards, and everyone's got this beer mentality, and then everyone found out that shit stays in beard, like when you poop and stuff, and all these, you got more bacteria in your beard than you do anywhere else. Well, that now you've got everyone's gone clean shaven. Regular beards are boring. Is no longer enough. Now you have to grow a full monkey tail beard to keep up with the times. Now, when I say a monkey tail beard, this is what happens. Imagine a full beard. All right. When I say a full beard, if you've got a jawline, you've got the beard that comes from your, your right ear, comes down just underneath your chin like a goatee would, and then it would come up to your left ear, right? That's a, that's a beard. And then you've got around your, you have the mustache. Yes, I'm doing the, you guys can watch me do this at the same time as I'm watching the the video here. And then you've got your mustache. And your mustache, depending on if you're a man or not, your mustache will connect to that lower bottom beard. So now you've got a, a nice law, a nice jawline beard and a mustache that connects to your jawline beard. A monkey tail is, get ready for this, <laughs> it comes down just like your jawline beard, comes up underneath your chin and then follows around underneath your nose and then stops. The left side of your face has absolutely no hair. No hair. And the right side of your face, where your mustache would normally connect to your beard, is gone. So it looks like this ring tail. So it goes from your ear, just underneath your jaw, underneath your nose, and then stops. It's a ring monkey tail beard. And there's a lot. i got pictures of all these people that have it. Here's a guy from the athletes. Here's a douchebag. Here's another douchebag. Here's a douchebag who dyed it different colors. So monkey tail beards. If you see it out there and people are like, going, what the hell is that? It looks like a monkey tail. It comes down from your ear underneath your chin and then wraps around your nose and then stops. It doesn't connect on the other side. Monkey tail beards are the way to go, I guess. If you want to be fashionable and stuff, if you do that in my neighborhood and I see you, I'm going to call you out. I'm going to like, oh, you look ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I know. What What's next? You know, I don't know. There's a lot of things that could happen with a beard. Facial hair can do a lot of different and many things. When we come back, something that always has infatuated me of what they can squeeze out of this one fruit, vegetable, however you want to look at it. And it's This Week in Pickles coming up next. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
to. This is between me and that Deacon Mike. Deacon Mike. Deacon Mike. That filthy cheap slut. And now it's time for Lessons Learned with Jason. Jesus Christ, Jay. Howell. We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. I'm a grown out man. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. So, um, fill us in. The last time you were you were down there, you were um, you spent Thanksgiving down there in the Bahamas. I did. In the Bahamas, and uh, did you uh, you called ahead and and had them have enough uh, Budweiser? You drank them out last time. Yes, I did. So they only get so many per week. I said, "Well, I'm here for twelve days. My friend, my thing behind the glass case isn't going to cut it." So I called ahead, and they know exactly who I was as soon as I rolled up day one. It's the Budweiser. Yep, that's me. Oh, he knew the guy knew you. Oh yeah, everybody knows me, Travis. <laughs> everybody knows who Big I am. baller. Aren't you the guy? Yep, I am the guy. So turn around, shut up. Here's what's gonna happen. Yeah, they all know me there. I'm there every single day. Four oh seven oh seven four four eight four four eight 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 zero zero. You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. These are the reasons I drink. The reasons I tell everybody I'm fine, even though I am not. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all our social networks, and the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio.com, and click on the social contacts, and you can see all the links that, that connect us to you and you to us. And we'd like to hear from you as well. And the way you do that is uh, click on the Be Heard section or the Be Heard bar. Opens up a microphone, you speak right into it, leaves a, a, a voicemail straight to our inbox. Ask us anything, say anything that you want, and we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. So my wife and I were doing the whole 30 thing, and we were making a sandwich, uh, just a regular sandwich. Uh, what were we making? I forget what we were making. Oh, um, I was making a chicken sandwich just for myself. She... Um, she made in the in the Instant Pot rosemary, salt, and then shredded a whole bunch, like a pulled pork, but like with pulled chicken, because she can have that. As long as you don't add any salt or not salt, but any kind of outside sweeteners or, or barbecue seasonings or anything like that. Nothing with salt or artificial sweeteners. So she had rosemary, salt, pepper, and that's it. So she shredded it all up, and I was going to say, you know what? This looks good. I'm going to make a, a, a chicken sandwich. So I take the shredded chicken, put it in a pan, kind of crisp the chicken up a little bit. And as I'm doing that, I'm looking in the, in the fridge, and I'm like, babe, do I have any more um, pickle chips? She's like, yeah, you got a whole jar in there. And I look, and I I know exactly what jar she's talking about. Is um, it's the little small jar with the, like the little pickle chips, you know, the the waffle flavored cut or waffle cut pickles in it. And I used them all, but I I didn't throw the jar away. You know why? You know why? Because I like to have a sip of that pickle juice. I like drinking the. And I'll I'm like, D- are you talking about this jar here? And she's looking at me, going, Yeah. Oh, there's no pickles in it. There's like a heel or something in there. And I go take the lid off. And I take a big old swig out of it and then put it back. She's like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. I'm like going, but I like that. And it's good for you, especially a couple things. If you long, strenuous workouts, it, it eliminates cramping. It eliminates, it replenishes your body. It's got sodium. It's got all the stuff that you need. What do you think's in Gatorade? Gatorade is just basically orange-flavored pickle juice for the most part, um, especially if you're hungover. If you drink that, it replenishes all your fluids and stuff, your electrolytes, and especially Especially if you're just hungry and you don't want to eat anything, <laughs> you just take a sip of the pickle juice and you're like, hey, I'm not hungry anymore. Kind of the same thing. Well, I found there's people that draw the line. Pickles yes or pickles no. So I created this segment called This Week in Pickles. Pickles, Papa. 
pa pa pickle 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 pa pickle pa 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 pickle 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 pa pickle pa now it's been a while since the pickle community has stepped up and created new things and new ideas for pickles we've gone from anything cotton candy wrapped up in pickles i'm sorry pickles wrapped up in cotton candy uh they've done pickled sandwiches where they take the bread away and they they use huge pickle slices for the bread if you're in that whole keto thing this company right here and the way you see this, go to ProfitRadio.com, click on the Deacon Live section, and then for every video that we do has a – for every podcast that we do has a video attached as well. Pickle de Gallo salsa is the perfect for all pickle lovers. Pickle – sorry, there's a bird, <laughs> bird right underneath the thing here. Pickle aficionados have come up with many creations of their favorite food outside of the jar, turning some of them into unexpected and yummy products. It turns out that the condiment that's out right now, called Pickle de Gallo, is a play on names, but is also a great product to use for those that love pickles. Grillos, G-R- gr- my Spanish is not as good as it used to be. Grillos, G-R-I-L-L-O, Yes, Pico de Gallo is not just a fun play on word on the traditional name, but transforms this unusual Pico de Gallo recipe into something beyond just an ordinary simple dip. According to the manufacturer, the Pico de Gallo is a classic dill recipe with fresh bell peppers. I don't know. <laughs> you know me and bell peppers and onions in the mix. In fact, there are only seven ingredients listed on the condiments. Cucumbers, brine, which is water distilled white vinegar and salt, yellow onion, red bell pepper, and garlic. Only five calories per two tablespoons of serving. It's a healthy alternative to other dips. You might get drunk. You might, you might dunk on your... You can see where my brain's at. You might dunk your chips or pita bread into this at a party or on game day. So it's good for you if you're on the Whole30 and you're trying to, you know, no calorie, no carbs or whatever. But there is no reason to limit yourself to just chips and dips alone. Grillo's recommends using the condiment as a way to give other favorite foods a major flavor punch. The company recently shared a photo of its pico de gallo dressing on a hot dog that looks pretty darn tasty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know all you guys in Chicago want to do the the devil dogs and all those other dogs. Hot dog is chili, cheese, mustard, maybe ketchup, depending on what day it is. Uh, And then that's it for me. But maybe all you guys up north might want this pico pickle de gallo on your hot dog. In addition, working well with whatever uh, you usually add this delicious relish to, we couldn't think of a better topping of pizza. All right, then, then uh, we've gone too far. <laughs> They're putting in this thing on here. But if you want to try it, it's uh, Grillo's, and I'll say it again, G-R-I-L-L-O, apostrophe S. They're fresh pickle de gallo. It's a pickle-based salsa, thick and chunky is what it says. And we wouldn't be any more pickly. I know a lot of people out there are doing the whole dry January, made-up holiday type thing. There is actually a Wicked Pickle. When I say Wicked, W-H-I-C-K-E-D Pickled. A spicy flavored pickle whiskey. Now, my wife, for whatever reason, I say for whatever reason... You know, my wife, she drinks, you know, she'll, she might have a cranberry and vodka. She might have a, a, a Malibu and this or a hard seltzer this. 
you know, the White Claw, she might do the McUltra. Me, I know I know my grounds. I know my limits. I know my grounds. I know what I like. I like Miller Lite, and I, that's what I stick to. If I get outside of that, I don't know how my body's going to react to it. Uh, I, I've learned my lesson many times experimenting with many different things. Now, my wife likes the new peanut butter whiskey. She likes it, and I agree. I like it, too. Unfortunately, I can't sit there and, you know, I want to have a drink and then, you know, do something and then have a drink and do something. This is the peanut butter whiskey is a nice, soft sipping whiskey. Now, this right here is pick a pack of pickled whiskey for flavor has a bold and yet an unexpected taste. The Wicked Pickled is our take on a classic pickle back shot mixed to perfection. It's all in one bottle. The Wicked Pickle brings the heat that you didn't know you were missing. This pickly, peppery shot is wicked good. So this is a pickled whiskey. <laughs> wicked. You know, like from Boston. Like from Dan. The Wicked Pickle is one of a kind, spicy pickle flavored whiskey that is so unique we had to create the original word defining it. And it's wicked. W-H-I-C-K-E-D. So Wicked Pickled cocktails you can do with your Wicked Pickled whiskey, which is very hard to say when you have a dry mouth. You can use it in your Bloody Mary, which I would see that would be good. So there you go. I mean, for This Week in Pickles, you've got Wicked Pico de Gallo and a Wicked... you got Pickled... you got... Oh, it's a tongue twister. I'm getting spun around here. So it's a pickled pack of pickled peppers. you got the, your Pickled de Gallo and your pickles, Wicked Pickled Whiskey. Pickles, and that's This Week in Pickles. All right, guys, I'm going to let you guys get back to what you got to do. We appreciate all your phone calls, all your stuff, all your emails. And uh, we also have some free swag for you. If you want some free swag, go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the uh, – I got to find it before I can tell you. Click on the social contact section, and from there you can get some free swag. Just fill out some form. We'll send you some stickers here from the podcast and from the radio broadcast. On behalf of you guys hanging out with us, we'd like to thank each and every one of you. My name is Adikin saying goodnight and goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.